So it's another week. And we continue to talk about the war and only the war and only what Israel is doing to Gazans. <laughs> Seems to be the only thing the media wants to focus on. We stray a little bit to talk about the Republican debate that kind of went this week. We kind of like, you know, money for the border, other things in Canada. But still, when you turn on the news, guess what appears? Israel's bad. What a surprise. Welcome to the Rent Network, ladies and gentlemen. I am David Solomon. He is Stuart Brisgall. We constantly dive into these raw, unfiltered issues. We span the news, pop culture, politics, and beyond. It's the absurdity of your life, ladies and gentlemen, and it doesn't go away. We dive right into the deepest issues in, in society today, which today we're going to focus once again on media, media's choices, media's desires, media controlling the message, and media deciding that what you should hear about and how you should hear about it, whether it is fact or fiction. Here we go. Look, the reason we're bringing this up today is because when you look at the news, and Stuart, the news is ripe with variety of stories. But what's not, what's constantly there is what narrative can the left leaning media pull out again to push its cockeyed agenda, its distorted agenda, its field of distortions in order to put Israel down, conservatives down, yada, 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 yada. It seems, Stuart, that the media believes we have a very short memory. Let's say you on this. You know, David, I'm going to start off because uh, our good friend Ron Talodano wrote a very magnificent letter that was circulating, which hopefully we'll close with. But, you know, whether or not Israel's head to a different standard or not, it's an extremely complex, contested issue. And there's no easy answer, which is why I constantly try and bring this up with you, David, and we try and talk about it. Because if you follow any news, whichever channel you want, there is motivation. The, the, the argument is the Jews control media. Well, if you're a yeah. Jew and you watch media, you know that is furthest from the truth. Uh -huh. now, now, I use the word should and I use the word shall. Why am I emphasizing on these two words? One is a demand that you must, and one is it's recommended that you should. There's a variety of historical, political, and social facts and factors that contribute to the perception that Israel may be treated differently than other countries in the international no. community. What a, no. Disproportionate scrutiny of Israel is often for its actions compared to other countries. No, this no. is particularly true in relations in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, which, no, if you are no. a little history buff, David, started in 1948, right? Mm, Less than 75 years ago, okay? Okay. And, and the, you know, other countries with similar types of issues receive very little attention. What countries may they be? I don't know. The entire continent of Africa, just for starters. How about the Asian Peninsula? How about 
how about the Ukraine, Crimea, Russia war? Right? There is a double standard. Critics argue that Israel is held to a higher standard than any other country, particularly when it comes to human rights. Well, did Vladimir Putin send out a text message to everyone in Kiev that I'm going to blow the fuck out of your country? Nope. Did he tell the world that he's hiring Wagner Group to go in as military contractors to go and rape, murder, steal people that are in the Ukraine? Nope. Is Vladimir Zelensky equivalent to what? Right? Bottom line is there are points that Israel is subject to more UN resolutions than any other country, despite being the least major perpetrator of human rights abuses. In fact, the head of the UN area about human rights is from Tehran, where women can't go unaccompanied or anything else. The sources around the world are trying to delegitimize Israel. And some may argue it's a global campaign to target and delegitimize the existence of a Jewish state. For example, the BDS movement, which calls for the boycott, divestment, sanctions against Israel. Bottom line, there's a lot of historical baggage. The history goes back before the Holocaust, the displacement of Palestinians, they call them, which are really Jordanians and Egyptians from 1948. And again, who is barring the Palestinian refugees from entering another Muslim country? The Jordanians and the Egyptians. Kind of strange, eh? You know, so they like to, meaning everyone else in the world that tries to delegitimize Israel, likes to argue that this is justified. It's not justified occupation. They like to say the Jewish state is hostile to every Arab in the world. They like to say Jews are the record breaker of human rights by bombing babies. Wait a minute. Did you not see the videos? Maybe you couldn't because your network didn't show them of the beheading, mutilation of women, children, elderly. How about the branding of the women they returned? I, I don't know about you, David, but if you remember World War II, they used to write tattoos for the Jews. They were numbered. Very good accounting system. And previous to that, through the Middle Ages, slaves were branded so that they weren't able to lose their mark. So why in the world would the Palestinians, specifically Hamas, an arm of the octopus Iran, want to brand people? But you know what, David? Human rights violations, war crimes, and every single thing they throw at Israel seems to be exactly what Hamas, Hezbollah, Houthis are 
actually doing? I'm perplexed, David. You know, I don't know, I don't know why. Well, ultimately, whether Israel's head to a different standard or not, it is not an opinion. The evidence to support this claim is beyond a reasonable amount. Yeah, but Stuart, you, your 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 naivete keeps is, is out there. Why this support? Why this support? So let's 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 go a little bit back because I will not argue your your timing here and your history. But let's go back as to what happened here. The Palestinian cause has been hooked into the left cause. Let's be realistic. The left it believes in oppressor versus oppressed. There, are, it's a black and white scenario. There are no exceptions. And Israel cannot be an oppressed, oppressed group of people, and by extension, neither can Jews. That's their attitude. That's their belief. And the media continues to push it. Politicians continue to push it. The UN continues to push it because the left believes that the oppressed here are the Palestinians. And they bought into this since the 1970s, since the first set of terrorist attacks. Think about it. When Arafat started his war on the West, with terrorist attacks, blowing up planes, hijacking planes, and the, and the like, the world said, oh, poor Palestinians. Nobody wants to check fact. Nobody wants to look into facts, Stuart, because the media, the politicians need to spin it in order for them to curry votes, in order for them, for them to stay in their position of power. And they realize that the left has got this kind of control. And on top of it all, the Palestinian cause is hooked into that. So let's take a look at the absurdity of this week, shall we, Stuart? You mentioned Ron's email. Ron Toledano, a great friend of mine, a lawyer here in Montreal, spirited a letter campaign to all of the 23 law schools in Canada. We're not as big as the United States. We only have 23 law schools. And the campaign was basically wanting to hold the schools accountable for their lack of protecting of students. And it started off as a very quietish campaign. And now there are over 100, so as of yesterday, about 100 law firms in Canada who want to be part of this letter campaign. Only two universities, as of yesterday, um, responded. 21, are, as of yesterday afternoon, we're still waiting to hear from them. More law firms want to be part of this letter. There's a condemnation, but you're not going to hear about that in the media. Why? Because it's the left cannot put Jews and Israel as the oppressed. God forbid they should be in that position. Jewish people in the United States comprise of 2.4% of the entire U.S. population, okay? We're 5% in Canada. The Muslim population represents 10% of Canada, okay? But do you believe in the United States, Stuart, the Jewish hate crimes are 60%. 60% of all hate crimes are related to Jews. That's ridiculously disproportionate, but the left, including the three dumb presidents of these universities, have to hook it in with Islamophobia. Okay, a fear of Muslims. I mean, even the name is perfect for the left. Okay, it's all about spinning and spinning and spinning. Because the media doesn't want you, the politicians don't want you to know the absolute truth. Now, yesterday, uh, an asset media management giant said he's withdrawing his $100 million donation to University of Penn. Okay, because the dumb, because Liz McGill, the president, won't condemn anti-Semitism. But the governor of Pennsylvania went to an, in his, an, a restaurant owned by Michael Solomonov, an Israeli who moved to Philadelphia, proud American, proud Jew, Michael Solomonov, 
Okay, and his restaurant was attacked by these pro-Palestinians that, again, nobody talks about. The governor went there to announce how he wants to see the president of, of UPenn resign. We're not hearing these things. Colorado Christian University, the president of the university, says they were the first and ones the first to condemn anti-Semitism on campus. And there are Christian colleges across the United States that are condemning this, but you're not hearing them. You're not hearing it because the left will not let Israel be the oppressed. And so when you talk about how Israel is working this campaign, they're ignoring the fact that Hamas releases fake health numbers. And President Biden is scared. He's shitting in his pants. He's nervous because he's, well, he's, 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 he's been shitting in his yeah, pants yeah, yeah. for a couple of years now. No, no, but, but, but forget about the fact that the man needs the pens. We're talking about the fact that he's scared to, oh no, sorry, the Muslim community. Kamala Harris. Every time you talk about anti-Semitism, instead of her idiot husband saying, I'm divorcing you because you're a racist. Let's go ahead and talk about anti. Let's go talk about Islamophobia because that is the catchphrase. We need to keep the left story going. It doesn't matter that Israel brought incubators for the premature 22 babies that were in the Al Shifa hospital. That was not reported. It doesn't matter that Al Jazeera had had interviewed countless Gazans who are blaming Hamas for their for their misery. It's not getting reported. When the- whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Al Jazeera reported. Al Jazeera got caught with their pants down with a live interview. And the, the, and the best, of course, let's not, let's not report it. Let's not report the fact that Hezbollah, the Houthis, and all the rest of them have already declared war on Israel. Let's not report the fact that television in Palestine, quote unquote, continues to perpetuate anti-Semitism, hate to children. We're brainwashing children. We shouldn't do that. We should continue to talk about UNRWA, how those poor hospitals and schools are being bombed by Israel, which is not even fact in itself. How about 60 days of the women's arm of the UN refusing to acknowledge the hate The Foreign Affairs Minister of Canada, Melanie Jolie, a woman, a Montrealer, she tried to run. She had a failed bid to be mayor of Montreal, became the Foreign Affairs Minister at the federal level. Her arm was twisted to condemn Hamas two months later. This is to show you how the left needs to keep Israel and Jews down. Now, I'm going to say this as a shout out. I know we're past our time, ladies and gentlemen, but we've been past our time for the last seven weeks practically. The leader of the opposition party in Canada was at my synagogue yesterday, Stuart, in solidarity with my synagogue who was firebombed. And I mentioned this a month ago. When we had the rally in Ottawa, he wasn't invited to speak because they wanted to keep it fair and balanced between one liberal and one conservative speaking, just like they did the march in Washington. We need to keep it fair and balanced with the politicians. Why? Because the people who are controlling these messages don't want to ruffle. Stuart, what he said yesterday, and I posted it on my Facebook page, was phenomenal. What he said there yesterday was great. Unequivocally standing with the Jewish community, condemning anti-Semitism. 
Yes, he said we should be worried about the Palestinian plight, and he's right. But he did not say that Israel is wrong. He said Israel is doing what's right for the Palestinians. Ridding Gaza of Hamas. Ridding the world of Hamas. And instead, the world wants to condemn Israel for getting rid of a terror organization. Do you hear that? The world wants to condemn Israel for getting rid of a terror organization. If you think what you just said, that whole beginning, your whole eight, nine minute preamble, then it's all about what? Politicians afraid of the left, politicians afraid of not, you know, getting enough votes. That's what we're in, Stuart. You know what, David? The last comment is time to wrap it up, Dave. Well, since Stuart has nothing else to say, I guess I will continue close it up right here, folks. That's it for yet another week of the Rant Network, folks. We have surpassed the 400 episodes, folks. Please check all the buttons in the back, you know, in YouTube. We would love it. We are getting plenty of comments, especially since the war started. We have been, let's call it attacked by haters because they do not want to acknowledge the truth. They do not want to admit that they're they are in the wrong too bad for them we will continue to rant every monday wednesday friday noon eastern unedited unfiltered and whatever comes out of our mouth gets on on youtube on our website on social media so please share us with everybody we really do appreciate your feedback we wish you a happy hanukkah and wishing everybody light prosperity peace in our times until next time Stuart. Let's keep the conversations alive.